Hello, hello, happy Monday, and welcome back, beautiful soul, to You Uplifted, the place where open hearts and open minds can come together to talk about and discover new ways in which to heal, grow, and fully step into their true potential and power. I am your host, my name is Safa, and I am an intuitive healer as well as a women's health and wellness life coach, and oh boy, do I have a treat in store for you today. I had the absolute joy of speaking with Holly Shays via Zoom, and gosh, I can't tell you how much wonderful and unexpected stuff came from the conversation. Holly and I start talking about how to fully become empowered by how we express ourselves and how we embody ourselves through our clothing, and then discover that there is so much connection between this and our souls, and the way in which we cleanse and ground down. Oh, I'm just so excited to share that with you. So I will let you listen to that in a second, but before we get into the full interview, allow me to share a bit about my wonderful guest. Holly is a style and wardrobe consultant who works with women to bring their clothing into alignment with who they are and who they feel they are meant to be. With a background in theatrical costume design and a penchant for wardrobe challenges, Holly brings a unique perspective to personal style. She has this beautiful quote on her website that says, your clothes can either haunt you or help you. Now, let's dive into this interview, shall we? Here is Holly. Well, hello, Holly, and thank you so much for joining me today. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Oh, me too. I'm so glad that we were able to connect because this is an aspect of people's lives that I don't think that a lot of times we take into consideration in terms of feeling uplifted or empowered. So it's going to, I'm all sorts of excited to deal in, delve into all kinds of different topics with you. But before we do that, and because I'm sure the listeners are like, what in the world are they going to talk about? (laughs) Let's do this. Um, Give us a little bit about who you are and what it is that you do and how you found your way there. Yeah, so I'm Holly Shays. I'm a personal stylist working with individuals to help them feel more in alignment with who they are through their closets. The short version of what I do is I fix what's broken in your wardrobe. It's easy to discount your clothes. It's easy to think of them as just something you put on in the morning and then forget about for the rest of the day. But when you really step into and embody who you are in your wardrobe, your wardrobe becomes a tool for reminding you who you are and uplifting you and making your whole day better. God, I love that. And how did you make that transition? Like, how did you find your way into this passion of yours? I originally started and studied costume design. And I make it a very specific point to say costume design instead of fashion design. Because if you're outside of the clothing industry, you think they're basically the same thing. If you're inside the clothing industry, you know they're totally different. And there's like, it's highly, highly amusing. Yes. Um, So the costume design, you are dealing with a whole variety of time periods, a whole variety of shapes, actors, singers, dancers, acrobats, you name it, you put clothes on their bodies. And it's very much about getting into and portraying who the character is before they open their mouth. 
So understanding who they are on a very deep level so you can visually represent that. Mm -hmm. uh, I realized relatively early on that I didn't want to be doing costume design for the rest of my career. I was much more interested in bringing these questions and this way of looking at clothing to individuals, people walking down the street realizing that your clothes can fit well, they can feel good, and you can use them as a tool to make yourself feel better. Mm -hmm. And to be expressive. And like I mm -hmm. said, it's funny because I think often, much as we do with our bodies, we tend to have a very contentious relationship with our clothes. Yeah. And, yeah. And to me, a lot of that actually does come from the same place. Mm -hmm. We've been taught that only certain sizes and looks mm -hmm. are appropriate also for certain ages only. Yeah. And we are afraid to explore so much more just what they mean to us and how they make mm -hmm. us feel. And even mm -hmm. if they bring a sense of freedom to ourselves, which is mm -hmm. why I love what you do. I think it's so fantastic. Fantastic. And you have this quote on your site that reads, what if you could use your clothes as a tool for showing up as your whole self that I just love? Because I think that, again, for many of us, our clothes have become something less than empowering. I think, in fact, mm -hmm. sometimes they can be a point of shame for many of us. And there's so much to cover when it comes to how yeah. our power and our identity can be expressed through clothing. Mm -hmm. So, and especially as women, I think, or if we identify as female-centric, because, again, there's so much stigma around all of that. But before we get deeper into that, or as we get deeper into that, in your line of work, are there, could you share with us perhaps what are some of the biggest fears that women in specific come across in relationship to how they are dealing with their clothes or how they can embody or the shoulds and shouldn'ts that they come, you know, that they come across? Yeah. What? don't we come up like what don't we <laughs> worry about and fear and and <laughs> what are we not afraid of when it comes to clothing right we're we're afraid of being both too loud and not standing out enough we're afraid of being too modest and also being slut shamed we're mm -hmm. afraid of fitting in and standing out we're afraid of being ourselves and we're afraid of not being ourselves. We're afraid of being too tall and too short and too fat and too skinny and not having curves in the right place and having curves in all the wrong places and vice versa and all of the above. So it's a whole hodgepodge of things that we are worried about as, as a group when it comes to our clothing. So I, I work really closely with each person I'm working with mm -hmm. to understand what their fears are. Because if we have this whole hodgepodge, I'm not going to assume that I know what one person's fear is versus another person's mm -hmm. fear. Mm -hmm. um, because that's not going to be productive for any of us. So why do it? Um, I find it, I, I think of it as it's an honor when, when people open up about what they're concerned about with their bodies, because it means that they trust you enough to talk to you about it. Yeah. Um, and they, our bodies are very personal. It's very, it's a, it's 
an intimate experience to work with someone on your style because you do have to acknowledge all of these vulnerabilities that you have. Um, and when you do, then we can work with them and work around them and support you through all of that. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. You're, you're so right. And it is deeply vulnerable because mm-hmm. even though you and I have already said, we do tend to kind of shy away from our clothing in terms yeah. of being expressive parts of ourselves. Mm-hmm. At the same time, though, we still somewhere in the back of our minds know that. And so allowing someone to come in and for you to be able to put yourself in their hands and say, see me, look at me, understand me and help me get deeper into those parts of myself that I'm having trouble being vulnerable with. It's a big ask and being able to do that is so lovely. So I'm grateful that you are here for us to be able to do that because it's a journey, you know, it's a journey that complements all the other work that we do internally you know for me for example for someone who's struggled with an eating disorder in the past it was first it's been a journey of the first healing of the communication between the mind and the soul and kind of bringing all of that together encompassing into true self and then keeping the work up to go deeper into vulnerable shade and all of that then to start translating into other aspects of my life one of which has been clothes Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then the realization that for so long too I'd kept myself in a very particular like square, let's call it, of this is what I can do, this is what I can't do, and these Mm -hmm. are the reasons why. And a lot of them had to do with shame. So I think Mm -hmm. a lot of what comes across, and tell me if I'm wrong, but to me is I think a lot of the issues that we struggle with in terms of our clothing is shame, whether it's we feel you know, too slutty or too chunky or too skinny or too prudish in our clothes. And we're embarrassed to inhabit those spaces, even though they are a part of who we are. Mm -hmm. And so what you're doing is pulling that vulnerability from people. Yeah. And, and in the process of looking at your vulnerabilities, you can own them. Mm -hmm. Um, Because we, I, I never try and like say that you should wear something or shouldn't wear something. I I like to say that my style doesn't matter when we're talking about your style because it doesn't. Um, I don't try and make you dress like me because that would be boring. (laughs) Um, And so in confronting the shameful, shadowy parts that we kind of want to shove into the back of our closets and not deal with, when we dive through all of your closet and get to those like back corner bits and kind of sort out the dust bunnies and sort out what's in there and excavate all of that. We can, we can clear it out. If it's time for it to be cleared out, we can kind of create a little protective container for it. If you still need to work with it, but don't want it present all the time and, or we can totally embrace it. In a really beautiful way. Oh my gosh, I love that so much, Holly, because there's so much about healing in general that has to do with just that. You know, as a matter Mm -hmm. of fact, one of my first episodes was all about clearing and cleansing and grounding. And this reminds me so much of that because it's the work, it's the work of going into self and exploring, you know, the cobwebs, so to speak, shaking the Mm -hmm. dust. I also have an episode on that and kind of clearing it out and moving it and exploring it and allowing for new things 
things to sift through. And then what comes through the clearing Mm -hmm. is this beautiful new sort of creative nature. Yeah. And from that space, we are able to vibrate at a different level to emanate a different life Mm -hmm. and light and to just bring so much more difference and nuance to everything else that is within us and I love 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 that you're like if we need to put it in a safe container if you're not ready to let that go yet oh that is so powerful on so many levels because not just with our clothing but Mm -hmm. with our daily lives when we are doing introspective work sometimes we're not ready to go there you know, right. sometimes we wake up and we're like, you know, yeah. I'm going to stick to this story for a little bit longer, or I'm going to deal with this pain for a little bit longer because I'm just not ready to go there. And that's fine. That's perfectly acceptable. It's not just acceptable and it's not just fine. It's like a really necessary part of this journey. Cause if you try and push yourself to deal with things that you're not ready to deal with, mm-hmm you're going to have create unintended consequences that you also don't want to deal with. It's like letting things unravel and unfurl in the time that they need Mm -hmm. and giving parts of yourself, whether it's your style, whether it's the dust bunnies in the back of your closet, whether it's whatever you're dealing with, giving those parts the time to percolate before you deal with them is I think really important. Mm-hmm. Um, it's necessary. Yeah. It's the difference yeah. between pushing and forcing, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. often breaks things, yeah. yeah, and also resisting and running away from, which just keeps them chasing after you. Yeah. yeah. So it's that space of being present with that is so crucial. Mm-hmm. And sometimes being present with means chill, like just mm-hmm. let it settle, let it be mm-hmm. there. It's going to be there for a little bit. When it's time, you can you can then sit down and kind of handle it. Oh, Holly, yeah. I, I just yeah. love that. So it's so powerful. So thank you for sharing that. <laughs> of course, of course. And yeah, and part of what I love about working with clothes and doing this work with clothing is that it's very energetic. It's very spiritual, even though we never talk about spirituality. It, or we don't never talk about spirituality, but we often don't talk about spirituality. It's very energetic. It's very like whole self incorporating everything. Mm-hmm. And yet when it gets too heady, when it gets too ephemeral when we're like running in circles Mm -hmm. we just come back to the piece of clothing that we're talking about it's like Mm -hmm. just make a decision on this single item Mm -hmm. this t-shirt or this dress Mm -hmm. and then we can deal with the rest of it as well it's all coming back and grounding it down yeah Mm-hmm. And I love one thing relates to the next, you know, yeah. which actually brings me to my next point to mm-hmm. discuss with you is I've also found in terms of that shame filled space that we often inhabit with our own clothing, mm-hmm. that what we will sometimes come across going beyond just the sizing issue and all of that is this yeah. idea that we absolutely have to encompass the rules that we've been given down. You know, we all know that if we, yeah. or we, quote unquote, no, I, I meant to mm-hmm. use the, the air quotes there. <laughs> Verbal air quotes. <laughs> yeah, but it's radio. So I have to like yep. emphasize. <laughs> so yeah. we, uh, within that space, there are things that we've been told have to look a certain way. So it's funny to me because there's days where I leave my house and I feel amazing in what I'm wearing. 
And someone might look at me and be like, why are you dressing like a teenager? So what would be, what are some words of advice that you can give us in terms of just finding the freedom to be expressive and feel the comfortability and the inner empowerment of, of the joy of that space? It's really, it's, it's tricky because clothing is both a self-expression and it's how we communicate to the people around us who we are and who we want to be. So I think that when you are fully embodying yourself, regardless of what you're wearing, people can sense that. Mm -hmm. Um, The tricky part comes in when who we are when we're fully embodied doesn't fit the culture around us or the Mm -hmm. circumstances that we're in. That, I think, is where a lot of the disconnect and kind of questioning comes in. Mm-hmm. Um, similar to the idea of, like, how do you have a meditation practice if you can't run away to the mountains and meditate for 24 <laughs> hours a day? Yeah, sure. Um, it's, it's sort of like that. How do you dress, like, completely and totally fabulously if, you, I don't know, like do building maintenance all day. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you balance who you are in the world and who you are internally? Um, and again, it's, it's specific to everybody, but once you have at least identified what you're trying to express, regardless of your external circumstances, you can begin to bring elements of that pure self-expression to bear in whatever your circumstances are. So even if that's as little as like a symbolic accessory or something written on the inside of your shoe or the lining of a jacket or your undergarments, like there are ways to navigate that if your external circumstances are like, Really, no, you can't wear four inch leopard print stilettos. I don't really care how much you want to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I just had this vision of like me walking down a construction site with like stripper heels. <laughs> exactly. That we can't do because we don't really want you to break an ankle. <laughs> but you could have like, a fabulous lining to whatever you're wearing on the construction site mm-hmm. or fabulous undergarments or fabulous socks or accessories, or you can create containers again, coming back to that mm-hmm. container idea of no, you don't wear the shoes on the construction site, but as soon as you get home, that's when you change. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's about finding ways to self-express and self-express safely in whatever environment you're in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that that's key. It's, it's Mm -hmm. that self-knowing and that self-loving and self-expressing safely, like you said, in, in that allows you to feel into your own power, regardless of, like you said, if you're working at a construction site, then yeah. you can only you express yourself internally, like on right. your clothes or whatever. <laughs> right. uh, but that also means that that gives you the ability to shift 
and flow and transmute, mm-hmm. which means if today you wake up and you feel like expressing yourself in one direction or in one way, and eventually as time goes on, even if it's directly the next day that changes, you've got the ability to embody that as well. Yeah. Which I think also becomes a point of contention for us with our clothing because at some point we also start believing that we have to stay within the parameters that we ourselves decide for ourselves. You know, it's like, oh no, I decided I was going to be, I don't know, punk rock chick. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I'm going to be that for the rest of my life. But what if something shifted and you want to transition to something else and that self-expression needs to be found uniquely and safely and differently? Yeah. I, yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. Totally. And I, that, cause that happens a lot. There's a, I think that we have accepted the mental image of the like teen movie makeover day <laughs> that is very transformative and also very jarring. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, it gets into the question of how do you transform and how do you transmute your style and your life without breaking everything, right? So it comes back to small changes, small adjustments. When you start to get the inclination that maybe this punk rock persona that you've accepted isn't 100% fitting anymore, you don't ignore that inclination. You explore it. You play around with small changes and small tweaks. You see what is appealing to you, what is still working about the persona that you chose and what isn't. Mm -hmm. And you sort through all of that and give yourself time to explore it before you get to a crisis point of like, this persona that I chose 10 or 20 or 30 years ago, like is seriously not working. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And crucial because that also, I think, relates very deeply with this idea that we still have to fit in our jeans from when we were in Mm -hmm. high school, you know, when it's like 20, 30 years down the road. I've seen posts about that so much recently, and it's jarring because we, we all change. It's fine to be able to move through and pass. And listen, if it does happen, okay, cool. That's fine. But if it doesn't, you're able and you've got the choice and you've got the ability to say goodbye to the things that no longer serve you. And sometimes that is your clothes. And sometimes that does mean you go sizes up. I mean, I'll be very open and vulnerable with you and the listeners and just say, that happened to me recently. You know, I had these like pairs of like, I basically hadn't bought new shorts in like years because I don't Uh wear them that often, even though I live in Houston. Uh, (laughs) I much prefer skirts because they're, you know, flowier. But I I recently had to like buck up and buy like higher sizes because the old Mm -hmm. ones didn't fit me and for a moment it's funny it's one of those things where we all kind of think the the same old stories and the same old patterns for a moment I was like oh no but I've got to like go up in size and then I was like of course I do you know (laughs) this is great I've expanded I've changed this is new this is different and it felt so empowering and just give those other shorts away and to get new ones and bring that new energy into the closet it just felt like a whole revamp and it's the same in that sense you've got the old persona give it a chance to move and transmute if it has to and allow something new to come in 
and maybe it'll revive things a little bit for you. So I, oof, I just, I, I adore that so much. In terms yeah. of, yeah, in terms of comfort and even how we maybe can understand ourselves and our clothes better, Holly, mm-hmm. what would be perhaps your top three points to really look at from a very introspective place or even to do physically, actively mm-hmm. to help us get there? To help you get to a point where you're more comfortable, you mean? Yeah, comfortable in yeah. your clothing and maybe even comfortable reaching out to someone like you who can further help us along. Yeah, I think that the, well, so the first and easiest piece of advice for if you're ready to reach out to someone is if you're going to reach out to a friend or family, pick them very, very carefully. Um, A lot can go wrong when you try and do this with someone who's also in your life Mm -hmm. because it's transformative work and they know you in other contexts that they might not want you to change partially. Mm -hmm. They want probably want the best for you, but your changing might mean they have to change and then Mm -hmm. you get into history and dynamics. So if you're looking for support in this process, think very carefully before you go with someone also in your life and know that no stylist, regardless of if you reach out to me or someone else, should ever try and make you look like them or force their force you into something that's uncomfortable. So if you ever find yourself in a in a conversation or a situation with someone who works with clothing, this also applies to like sales associates at a store. If they're making you feel uncomfortable, find a new sales associate or find a new stylist. Mm-hmm. Um, that should never happen. It's kind of like your doctor should never make you feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. That sort of also applies to stylists. Yeah. And maybe most people in your life. Maybe that's just good life advice in general. <laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> um, the other kind of internal thing that's really important when you're looking at clothing and style is not to judge either yourself now for like what you currently have or the you who made that purchase that you're now really regretting. Mm-hmm. What you have currently is what you have. And if you look at it and try and space, create some space and some distance um, to be less judgmental about what's hanging in your closet, you can make more aligned choices. I think that we all know what we would want to be hanging in our closets and what we don't wear. And if we could wave a magic wand, we know what we would get rid of. Mm-hmm. It's a matter of letting and creating space to get rid of it or to invite it in. And perhaps it's a matter of questioning. Mm-hmm. You know, when there's a lot of resistance to, yeah. I often say it's, it's why, you know, yeah. inquire as to what it is that's bringing up so much resistance from you about this. Mm-hmm. If you're really having a very difficult time or very challenging time getting rid of something or even shoot in fact even perhaps trying something new yeah and 
I would inquire as to what is at the heart of that, right? Perhaps Mm -hmm. it is an old story. It's an old, you know, core wounding. It's a conversation you need to have with your inner child. Mm -hmm. Is it a sentimental thing? You know, maybe someone gifted it to you and that's why you have it there. And it's been sitting just collecting dust for a while. Mm -hmm. And in all of those things, you're absolutely right. It is an energetic work. So it does bring in just like everything, everything resonates, everything vibrates, everything yeah. is light and energy and all of that. And so when yeah. you are bringing things into your life, you know, what are you bringing in and what is it that you are saying by opening the door to that, but at the same time, then hanging onto it, much like with a person, as you were saying, yeah. you know? it's, it's true. I agree with you that it's, it's really good uh, self-awareness and self honoring advice to observe Mm -hmm. where you are not comfortable with Mm -hmm. the people in your life and the situations in your life and why, you know? Yeah. Yeah. If, yeah. if this is someone who you do not trust, perhaps they should not be picking out your clothes. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Or they should be picking out clothes and then going away and then you make your choices. <laughs> there That's you also go. an option because sometimes <laughs> like you just end up in situations where you're like, how do I get myself out of this? In that case, just like, be like, thank you for your opinions. I will, I need a moment. I will think about these and get back to you. And yes. that's that. <laughs> um, I think that, and you, you, what you were saying about both letting go and inviting in and talking about the why reminded me that one huge thing that I see in clients is there's both a resistance to letting go and to getting new things. And Mm -hmm. that kind of, that tug of war means that there's like a whirlpool that you just get stuck in Mm -hmm. where it just spirals in on itself and you end up with the same closet that you've had for however many years. You try to get rid of some things but they end up back in your closet before they can make it out of the house and then you try and go shopping but like don't really find anything and it doesn't really work Mm -hmm. um so that kind of being stuck in the middle is a sign where like we just need to get things moving like get the clothes moving um you're not going to end up with nothing to wear that has never happened to me. <laughs> yeah. And you're not going to end up totally regretting. If the process goes well, you're not going to regret getting things flowing again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Much like with life, anything yeah. that stagnates, it's deceased and dying mm-hmm. or dead already. Yeah. Past the point yeah. of past the point of revamping, let's yeah. say. And uh, yeah. So it's it's funny how reflective of our daily lives it is. When you mm-hmm. think about, you know, choosing clothes, I think like I said, at the beginning of the show, we often maybe internally even trivialize it because yeah. I think it's a self-defense mechanism, maybe mm-hmm. a little bit. Maybe it's our way of, of saying, no, this actually does mean something to me because mm-hmm. when I wear whatever, I feel sexy and alive and great. Yeah. But when I wear this, I don't. And so if I say that that has power, then it will. So I'm just mm-hmm. going to continue to trivialize it and say that no, clothes don't matter. You yeah. know, <laughs> it's yeah. that yeah. funny. It's that funny, what was it, the devil wears Prada dichotomy? Mm-hmm. Where, yeah, where she goes in and she's like, oh, this is stupid. And then she realizes there's some power in self-expression yeah. and, and really finding your inner 
fierceness by mm-hmm. delving into new things and getting life flowing again so that mm-hmm. it doesn't stagnate. You're right. It's, it is a whirlpool. It's that vicious circle. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And it also means that if things are stagnating in your life, you can start with your wardrobe and like get things flowing again. Mm-hmm. It's a really nice way of, because we get dressed every day, we go to our closets every day. Mm-hmm. It influences our lives in ways that we can't always put our fingers on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And I fully believe that, like I said, everything is an energetic exchange. Mm-hmm. So usually if something's stagnating, it's a good it's a good practice to take a look at things. And if you yeah. want to start with your closet, hey, man, I mean, like... <laughs> It feels great, you know, it just feels really good. I can say every time I do a cleanse and I like Mm -hmm. take old clothes out that I perhaps Mm -hmm. haven't even seen forever. Yeah. um, I feel better afterwards. And I find that along the lines of doing that, eventually I find new items and I'm like, oh, okay, that's a new expression of Safa. That's cool. Yeah. 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 Oh my gosh. So much about that. And the power also in terms of, let's bring a little bit back in terms of self-expressive power through maybe something that is considered slightly taboo. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. for example, me, I'm someone who loves to wear a bralette. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and I like to rock them in ways that people can see them. Like I'm someone who usually will be finding some kind of way. If I can, I mean, obviously depending on the circumstance, I'm Mm -hmm. not going to show up to somewhere that people are going to be offended by that and be rude to them. You don't go to the bank asking for a loan in a bralette. (laughs) Yeah. No, I totally would, by the way. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) (laughs) The bank, I totally would. Other places, maybe not so much. Nice. But uh, yeah, let's talk about self-expression in terms of things that might be a little bit taboo. Um, yeah. That's one example. Uh, not feeling the sense of having to dress your own age would be another example. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in terms of how we can step into our own powers in that way, what would be perhaps some words of wisdom or advice or what could be your best sort of pointer as to perhaps giving us enough firm confidence to say, this is actually okay to do. And this Mm -hmm. is why. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The first step is to look for role models. Um, Look for people who are doing the thing that you wish you could do or wanted to do or want to do, but are a little bit hesitant or don't know how to pull off. Mm -hmm. Uh, we have Pinterest, which means you can find images of pretty much anything. (laughs) True. (laughs) So if you're looking for inspiration on how to rock a bralette in whatever situation you're trying to rock it in, or even just inspiration for how to style a bralette, Mm -hmm. um, I would start by looking at images of people doing it. And make note of what you like and what you don't like about how they're doing it. Um, This doesn't necessarily mean anything about the person doing it. Just notice what resonates with you and what doesn't. What gives you that, oh, maybe I could try that version of this Mm -hmm. feeling. And what makes you say, I could never do that. Both of those reactions are things you should potentially think about trying. Mm -hmm. Um, 
those strong reactions, both in the positive and the negative. Sometimes the negative response is really because you don't want to try it, and that's totally okay. And sometimes that initial, I could never do that, Mm -hmm. is another layer of resistance that you might want to explore in safety and comfort always. Yeah. Yeah. So self-awareness and also curiosity, I think is what what I'm hearing from that too, is get curious, give yourself a chance to get excited about the possibility of, you know, I've got this friend who who taught me this phrase when I, when I finally decided I was going to give myself permission to even consider dating again. Yeah. like, why don't you give yourself permission to date the idea of dating? And I was like, uh-huh. what? Yeah. Oh my God, this is the most <laughs> brilliant idea I have ever heard in my life. And it's true because it, what it does is it brings a level of effervescence into your day to day. And it changes the way that you're relating to that thing, that situation. So if perhaps if you give yourself the, the potential or the, the permission to date the idea of exploring those style ideas or exploring how that would look or how that would feel in your body and mm-hmm. give yourself that space. It's what you said. You then can observe and be like, oh, wow, where is this like super negative resistance coming from? Or if I'm really, really excited about this, why am I not giving it a shot? Or can I give it a shot? And where can I go from there? And honest to goodness, I will say that once you actually give yourself the permission to be like, I love this. And this feels amazing (laughs) for me. It really does change the way that you inhabit the world around you. You know, it's like you step out of your door and you're like, (laughs) kabla. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Oh, goodness. I love it so, so much. And then what would be your top, maybe let's call it three tips. Mm -hmm. I like to go in numbers of like threes and fives. This is just (laughs) where my world operates. But what would be like your top three tips uh, for women to look for in terms of their clothing? If they're looking to do like a revamp, what would be your top Mm -hmm. three? Yeah. So um, I, I think of kind of finding your style and revamping your style, it's like six steps. So we'll like take one more than five and go with that. Um, So step one, you always need to decide that you're going to do it. It's Mm -hmm. that initial decision, like this is something I'm going to do. Then the second step is to cleanse your closet. You have to like clean out, fresh slate, figure out where you're starting from. And then after you cleanse, you assess where you are. So what are the gaps? What's missing? What do I have? Kind of take stock of what's working, what's not. Hopefully you got rid of everything that wasn't working. So now what are you going to replace that with? Mm -hmm. And then you go through the process of obtaining the clothes to fill in the gaps. That's step four. And then step five is showing up like walking your walk, strutting your strut, doing your thing, being your fabulous self. And step six is deciding to level up, is Mm -hmm. taking that next step and going deeper into who you are and more intentional with how you're showing up in the world. So that's like, regardless of if you think about what you're doing in that way or not, when you embrace your style and when you bring yourself into alignment with who you are and when you embody all of the magnificence that you are, Mm -hmm. those are the steps you take. Mm 
Ah, I love it. <laughs> I'm like doing a little shimmy in my chair because this is so good. <laughs> oh, good. Me too. <laughs> oh, that's amazing, Holly. Jeez. Yeah. Yep. Well, I think that that puts a really beautiful bow on top of it. And well, I will say, since this is kind of where we merge all of these beautiful ideas on this show and we like things woo as well, I'd say I'd add while you're doing this, hey, take advantage and really cleanse, you know, get yourself some sage, smoke yourself some stuff, get some Palo Santo and uh, maybe even give yourself like a really cleansing bath afterwards. Mm -hmm. Also open all of the windows and your closet doors, bedroom doors, like let this air out. Out. Yep. Amen, sister. Oh my God. I love it. Oh, I'm so glad. Well, Holly, look, we're getting close to our time, but where, um, oh, before I do that, what message would you leave the listeners with uh, to show up and become empowered and uplifted? And after you answer that, where can the listeners find you? Going off of the step number six is like, there's always more. You can always be more yourself, more embodied more fabulous, more magnificent, stronger, better. Like there are depths to you that you can't even imagine. Mm -hmm. And that's true for every person that you meet and every person in your life. Yeah. So much. Yes. That's my (laughs) empowering, uplifting, don't forget sort of thing. (laughs) So much. Yes. Oh, awesome. And then, yep. Where can the listeners find you? Where can they maybe even reach out, get you to help them out? All of that. Absolutely. Yeah. So you can find me at whowhoo.com. Sort of like, do you wear your clothes or do your clothes wear you? Um, I also have a podcast called Talking About Clothes with Holly Shays, where I talk to people about what they wear. And if you want to reach out, I'm not on social media. I find that that is more energy draining than it's worth. But if you go to my website, you'll find my email address and just send me an email. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And I hear you girl someday. Yeah. Just I, but I do, I do, I do enjoy some things, but that's fantastic. I am so, so like grateful and happy that you were able to join me today. I me too. I can't tell you. We definitely must, must do this again sometime soon. Yes. Yes, this is an amazing conversation. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much. Bye. All right, everyone. That is the show for this week. I really hope that you enjoyed that interview as much as I enjoyed conducting it. It was so delectable to discover all the ways we can grow in our own lives, even when it comes to something that we may trivialize a bit like our clothes. So again, I hope that you enjoyed it. And if you want to get in touch, please feel free to email me info at nourishingpaths.com. You can always find me on social media via Instagram at nourishing underscore paths. And if you enjoy the show, subscribe and leave us an uplifting review because it makes it easier for other people to find us as well. So keep sharing the love and I will be here next Monday with another wonderful episode just for you. Have a beautiful day and week.